Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo. It is currently Tuesday that we are filming on, but Trent, you're back from the Kraken game. How was being in the building for the most electric plus one and a half cover of all time? Oh my dude, legacies in that that plus one and a half cover. What, they score with 37 seconds left? 17, I think 17, yeah, you're right. I'm just glad they got on the board. I really didn't want to see the Kraken go down scoreless in a game seven that they played so well in. Uh, but legacy backdoor Meemaw cover in Dallas. I had, I had that with a, in a lay, the community lay that we cooked up on stream, and uh, it slapped. And can we just acknowledge that literally 99 times out of 100, we'd be on the opposite side. With, oh, yeah. With, with, we'd be on the opposite side with stars minus one and a half. Stars by two batters last night. So I, to get that in was nuts. <laughs> like, what are, you, are we not always on the wrong side of that? Well, every time. Every time, dude. It's like, all right, Stars must want to And, that, and that, that net was empty for a lot longer than we needed it to be. So long, yeah. dude. So long. And I was... <clears throat> I want to hear about your... Um, you know, your experience at the game one versus the Leafs game you went to, because I feel like the environments had to be different. Um, even though it's a game seven or not game seven. Is it game? It was a game seven last night. Right? Uh, yeah. Last yeah, night was game seven. seven. Yeah. I don't know where my head is at with these fucking hockey games. Um, but I, I also want to hear about the environment, about being a Kraken fan in the star stadium. But so just really quick from my point of view. So I never very rarely do I put my nuts on tape for one play. For the entire day. And you did that with the Kraken? My only play was Kraken plus one and a half, what? other than the Liverpool game early in the day. Um, that was a lock, by the way. I should have listened to you. This is air. I took the draw. I was <laughs> because someone pitched Liverpool on stream and said it was, quote, a lock. Like, deadass said that. And so I was like, yeah, that shit's drawing. No, yeah. Was, <laughs> I knew we were going to beat Leicester, but I put more money on Liverpool to score in both halves because I thought Leicester was going to be able to put one on us, but they didn't even nice. score. Um, but I rarely put nuts on tape for one play. And yesterday on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, like the one play I made a video about was Kraken plus one and a half. Wow. I was like, I'm on a Kraken plus one and a half. And when I do that, the reason why I don't do that is because, you know, during NFL season when I was taking, you know, primetime games, I get so anxious once the game starts that like my stomach will hurt. And you don't even watch it. I don't even watch it. So last night I watched the first period. Cause I was like, holy shit, like I'm balls on tape. Like I put a lot of money on it and I was sitting there in my apartment watching the first period of the game. Zero zeros always fun. Right. But then like I realized that someone's going to break first. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. So my stomach started hurting and I literally went to the gym for two hours and I was just, I would only check the score like every 20 minutes. <laughs> what? And I would dude? swipe dude. So I was just in the gym, like whatever, whatever, whatever. Stars score, I get 13 texts from Stars fans because now I have like a like friend yeah. groups out here that are from Dallas, like guys from Texas. I get like 13 texts. Like I get a couple what's happenings, like trolling me. I get a couple like it was always the Stars. So now I'm in the gym thinking I'm going to throw up sweating. Yeah, <clears throat> GG's. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, dude. The Stars score again. <clears throat> Two nothing. Two nothing. Now my phone's on fire. GG. I'm back in my apartment now. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck, dude, I'm getting in the shower. There's like... A minute left yeah. in the third. Because now I'm like swiping on the score out, yeah. swiping on the score out. There's a minute left. I was like, fuck, I'm getting in the shower. I get out of the shower to the most electric <laughs> cover of my entire life. Goated, dude. Of my entire 17 life, 17 seconds. I mean, they were peppering all night. 
they just like couldn't they weren't getting good yeah, shots. Except Maddie Beneers at fucking loser. Yeah. I mean Beneers was Chris Paul, but still legacy cover. Dude, the environment in that building though. Yeah, tell me about the, the game. The reason why I don't like the stars is because I just feel like they have Mickey Mouse fans. <laughs> Yeah. And like to elaborate on what a Mickey Mouse fan is, I don't even know what a Mickey Mouse fan is to be honest. But it's just like someone who's just there for entertainment. You it's know, having a hockey team in a state where the average degree is ninety. Yeah, you know, so like really get behind hockey. Like, like Leafs, the Leafs game versus a Stars game is night and day. You know, Leafs they are diehard, passionate. They've got their, you know, chance and whatever that they've had for decades. I mean, they're one of the original six teams, which is understandable. But I don't know, man. Something about the Stars, dude. I just don't like them. VGK and six. I agree. I think VGK also wins. Did you know that the Stars are underdogs to win the series? Yeah. No, I'm sure. That's crazy. But uh, I was getting chirped because I'm, ga- I'm screaming Game 7 Grubauer all game because he was dialed in. He was cracked the fuck out making unreal saves and uh, was screaming game seven Grubauer and there's not a Kraken fan in sight around mm-hmm. me of course I'm sitting next to these like three eight year olds and I'm just like in their ears game seven Grubauer he's locked in and then of course as soon as I start saying all that stars bang and these eight year olds turn around they're like yeah game seven Grubauer right <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up, kid. Gets dunked on by eight year old with a crack and ticket in his pocket. Uh, but yeah, I had some people come up to me. It was always the fucking stars. I bet, dude. Kraken deserved that win. I really wanted to see the expansion conference finals, but uh, you know, hopefully the stars make it to the cup so we can just go to a couple games. That'd be goaded. Well, because you know what it is, though? I feel like when we say Mickey Mouse, I went to the stars series. Was it before the Kraken game? Uh, Did they play before the Kraken? The Wild? No. Yeah. So maybe I went to a Kraken game. You, was it a Kraken I think you did go to a Kraken game. And it was when they were down... I think you went to game two of the Kraken. Game two of the Kraken? Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I go to a playoff game anywhere else, I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> like, the environment's just not there in the Stars Stadium. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, it just... no. It really, like, it just they don't care, I feel like. Like, I feel like you're so right. It's more so... It's more so like an athletics fan. Babe, you want to go to the Stars game tonight? I saw they got $30 tickets on the upper bowl. It's a playoff game. And she's like, um, we were supposed to have dinner with Jessica. But if you really want to, we can. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, if you're in Toronto, it's like, babe, I got us Leafs tickets. Like, oh, we're there. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Tell Jessica she can kick rocks. You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a different feel. I don't even enjoy going. Like, if I wanted to go to a Stars game, I feel like I have to root against the Stars to have fun. Just to get a little passion out of them. Yeah. You know? Like, after the game, like, even Katie, my girlfriend, was like, you know, if this was in Seattle and we just won game seven, there would be chants all the way to the parking lot after the game. And, like, we're outside. It's like it was like a fucking concert. Like, no one's chanting shit. No hype. You just won game seven. Like, it, it, the electricity wasn't there. I don't know, dude. It's just it, just not the vibe. Not and the not, vibe. And I don't know what it is, dude. It might be a little bit of this, right? I mean, I guess growing up in the East Coast, you know, I've been to, like, Knicks games. I went to the Big East tournament every year. Um, been to a couple Devils games. Whenever there's a big game, you can never find an empty, um, an empty beer line. 
in any of the stadiums on yeah. the East Coast. Stars games, you wait a minute into like a period or two minutes into a period, you go <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the period. Dude, you could get any concession you want Facts. at any time, yeah. which is crazy. And then the second thing is they don't go out. I've been to a Devils game on a Monday in the regular season against the Rangers where we won and you can't get a beer at the bars outside. Or I've been to a Big East tournament game on a Thursday where everyone's got work on a Friday and fucking Seton Hall wins to go to the finals. Not even wins the finals yet, just wins the semifinals to go to the finals. You can't find a beer in a bar. It's so crowded. Like the Dallas Stars games I went to, the the Stars won, I think it was like four to two or whatever because it went over. Dude, bars are empty. empty. Everyone's trying to find Ubers. It was yeah. like insane. Like they just don't, it, there's no, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. I don't know either, dude. I, I don't like any Dallas sports, to be honest with you. I have a grudge to, to pull with, I mean, I, for those who don't know, I worked for the Dallas Cowboys. Ended up getting fired and arrested on the same day. Yeah, we're going to need a full episode. <laughs> we're going to need a full episode for that story. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I fucking hate the Cowboys. Uh, which just trickles down. I've worked for like multiple Dallas sports teams, including Fox Sports and here in Dallas, and I just have a grudge to pull with them. I, I, I hate Dallas sports. I like the Mavericks, but again, another stadium I don't like going to live because they mic up the rim. Yeah. Like yeah. you're sitting there in the nosebleeds like, bang! <laughs> like, dude, Jesus Christ. Dude, you're so right. I fucking hate that. Yeah, dude, like I don't want to go to any Mavericks games next year at all. <laughs> Even though Luca's like an icon, like just, the mic'd up rim is the worst thing of all time. Yeah, it is bad, dude. Like a Mark Cuban bot. Um, but no, that's crazy. I mean, it is true though when you think about like what your girlfriend said about you know Seattle's such a sports town. Dude, yeah, that that's what I'm, like it's a shame they don't have a basketball team because you know they go just crazy in Seattle every single day. You mm-hmm. said even the University of Washington. Yeah, they were going fucking bananas and it was a blowout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. All in all, good series. The Kraken put up a fight. By committee is probably my favorite motto. Put up a fight. They're going to be a problem for a while. Mm. Maddie Beniers just couldn't couldn't rip puck. We got to hit a fucking prize picks, bro. Were you so watching it live? Like, what was his bit? First was, period, I thought he was going to. I at thought least he rip actually one. ripped one first period. I literally saw it in my own two eyes. It must have not been on net. Um, but no, he was literally Chris Paul. He he actually almost scored because I had his under goal with Chris Jelly made me tail him. And he had his under goal with Robo pairing, mm-hmm. uh, and he almost fucking scored. Like my stomach hit the ground because I thought he, I thought that shit went in, but he missed the net. But again, he's Chris Paul on the ice. He was just really kind of a facilitator setting up his guys. Uh, but yeah, that was tough. Zero SOGs. John yeah, India free square. That was literally there. Like, you just could have took his faces fantasy, club. and we're running it back with him again today. He's. He's going to have a hell of a series. It was just Sam's Club. Dude, green, I had the Super Goat. Bulk. Super Goat yesterday. And I saw I don't that. Know, you saw that. Fucking Otani Glizzy promo. <laughs> I bet. Taco Tuesday today, bro. I bet. I bet. I might just that start fading tough. them shits, dude. He also got ding-donged on. He, he was giving up some glizzies, that's for sure. He <laughs> hit a glizzy of his own. He had a home run. No, yeah, I saw that one. Did you see I like responded under the tweet of him hitting that home run? No. I was like, I know somewhere Trent just split. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know until uh, after the Stars game. I was like, no way he went yard. Dude, he had like 35 hitting fantasy points. No, yeah, he and Five him. fucking Ks and like three home runs allowed. I bet. Five of six. Everything else was air. Need to be so much better, dude. Dude, gotta be better. The it unders was, guy. I bet. Still taking all overs. I bet. 
I bet. <laughs> um, all right. Before we do the Lakers Nuggets preview and the Heat Celtics preview, you got to talk to me about this Dodgers game because I w- oh. I didn't have a I didn't have any money on it, but that was almost one of the most iconic sell jobs. I've ever witnessed because I was witnessing it through your tweets, which was fucking hysterical. And the first tweet I saw was when they hit the three run gag to tie it. And you were like, I'm sitting here with a Dodgers ticket in my pocket. And this shit happened. (laughs) I was literally getting nestled in about to watch, you know, the last out of this Dodger game for the last leg of the lay. Lay was so surgical. It was Kraken plus one and a half D backs minus one and a half Dodgers money line. And Braves money line, which was like minus 120, and they won 10 nothing. Acuna's uh, the MVP. Acuna is fucking on one right now. Uh, Dodgers ML, last leg. We get the legacy backdoor cover by the Kraken. You know, Braves win 10 nothing. D backs win 5 2. Dodgers last leg up 5 2 all game. Not a sweat at all. Cindergaard pitched well. Lopez for the Twins gave up a couple gaggers. And we're about to get tucked in. They're three outs away. And of course, we walk the bases, or we walk the first two guys in the inning. Three run gag by fucking Larnack. Ties the game. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Dude, and he pimped it. Oh, it was a bomb. Like, he that shit pimped was, it, dude. That shit was 115 off the bat. Yeah, dude. Fly ball, center, GG's. And then we get to extra innings, bro, and it was just an absolute shit show. And this guy, Bickford on the Dodgers in the bullpen, walks the bases juiced, walks in a run. It's 8-7. Then proceeds to strike out the next two guys and then a legacy pop-up to end the inning. Um, and, and then we can't score. But that inning right there was fucking insane because the game was about to be just blown up with the bases juice in the, in the 11th, and this guy's walking everybody. Like I saw the bases were full with, like, I think it was no outs. No outs. And I literally was on the score app, and I locked my phone and was just like, GG, yeah. Trent. Like, in my head, I was literally like, G, fuck a G, dude. Your ass is out. It's yeah. got to be literally like 12 to 7. Yeah. There's no shot. Legacy back-to-back Ks. Legacy pop-up. We go hit. J.D. Martinez ends up tying 8-8. Eight to eight. We go to the 13th inning. Bigford's back out there. KK pop up again. Bases are doinked. They walk uh, Freddie Freeman. They walk Muncie to get to Clay Thompson's I brother. I saw walking the Muncie bit. No, you. He just had two nukes. Yeah, you got last that. night. You got to walk the bases juice because the only run that matters is the one on third. And I would rather face Trace Thompson than fucking Max Muncie or Freddie Freeman. And that's exactly what they did. So they faced him, and. He's been fucking dog shit all year. Like, he's had one hit. I think it was a home run. His his last hit was a month and a half ago. Uh, and so I was just like, dude, Trace, any way you can, just Monster. fucking don't fuck this up. Full count, walked him. Dodgers win. <laughs> I get tucked. Lay smacks. Great eye by Trace. Yeah, great <laughs> did eye. Did his job. Did his job, man. Any way you can, and you did it. You did it. No, it was such a classic... Just gave me PTSD of betting on baseball last year. Yeah. It's like I just am not looking forward to that for the rest of the summer, dude. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be a grind. Waiting up, waiting up till like midnight, sweating the Dodgers as the last leg because you think they're air, and just being like, please, <laughs> well, when guy, when like a guy I trust Javon in baseball says he's nuking Dodgers tonight, I have to nuke it because he never nukes the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and it was just a short line. Cindergaard's not great. Pablo Lopez is the better pitcher. I just liked the spot for the Dodgers, and I had to fucking bomb them. Yeah, it was a good spot. Yeah. 
<clears throat> um, all right, well, we have our Western Conference Finals and our Eastern Conference Finals. By the time this episode comes out, the Lakers and Nuggets game will already have been played, so not much point in giving our opinion, but more so just talk about the, the matchup for a little bit, and yeah. then we'll talk about Heat Celtics, because by the time this episode comes out, that Bef- game... Before we get into that real quick, uh, on, on my stream yesterday, a lot of people were bringing up the fact that uh, you using one towel a month is fucking foul. Yeah, no, I got a lot of comments about that. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here and defend it. Um, I'm just going to say that I'm not going to change my ways either. Foul. Uh, the towel that I'm using right now is on its last legs. It needs to get washed. Dude, today. come on. That's so, <laughs> like, it was a whole conversation on stream yesterday. I don't know if you were watching, but it was, I was like, someone chirped it in chat and I'm like, yeah, guys, I don't know if you watched the episode. Shout out. Uh, OGs and stream tuning into the podcast. There's people on who watch the surgical stream that are saying they throughout their work day w- listen to us and it gets them through their day. So that that makes my day. W's in chat. Yeah, but, appreciate uh, you guys on that surgical stream. But yeah, that's a fucking foul foul thing. We got to. I don't know up. if it's foul, dude. Like I I feel like if you ask ten people, they would go. That just seems like a long time. I don't think they'd be like that's foul. You got like crusty mildew and shit on there, man. <laughs> Crusty mildew. What do you think? I like. What do you think I'm like? I'm washing like I'm Davy Jones from fucking like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> like I got fucking like crusties on my body after I get out of the shower, dude. I need like a a blade to get off the mollusks, <laughs> barnacles on there, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like what? <laughs> no, but I I agree though. A month is probably a little bit. I, I was talking to my mom about it too, <clears throat> and I was just on the phone with her for Mother's Day. I was like, Mom, do you think it's weird that like, uh, sometimes I'll wait like a month to wash my towel? And she was like, Michael, <laughs> what? And I was like, do you think it's weird that like I sometimes will wait a month to wash my towels? And she was like, you should be washing them once a week. Yes, dude. And I was like, but I, I feel like it doesn't make that much of a difference. I know your mom taught you better than that. Dude, no. She was actually like not pissed, but she was just in awe. She was in awe. As she should be. And then, but her next question was, how often do you wash your sheets? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, we don't that, have to, we open, don't have to go there. Open man. up a whole can. <laughs> we don't have to go there, man. So don't worry, guys. I got yelled at by my mom. W mom. So we're going to have to clean the towel. But it, uh, dude, a week is just, you know, then I'm, but then I got to buy more Tide Pods. You know, it's more so Tide Pod preservation than it is. Sure. I bet. Else. Okay, I bet. dude. Um, Lakers play the Nuggets. By the time this episode comes out, the game will already be played. I think the Nuggets are going to win this series. Dude, I still can't get a fucking read. Like, props-wise, totals-wise, sides-wise. Well, let's see what Vegas is telling us, right? I think that's going to be the interesting part. Denver's minus six at home. Yeah. Dude, these Lakers props, man, have been so tough. It's been so... I don't know who's the wagon to ride right now. You know, with the Celtics, you got your occasional goblins and Brogdon and smart PRA, right? But there hasn't been a consistent guy showing up for these Lakers. It's been kind of just who's going to step up tonight. Is it D'Lo? Is it Reeves? Is it LeBron? Is it an AD night? That's what fucking pisses me off. Same with the Nuggets. It's like, oh, Jamal Murray's going to drop 40 or 8. Jokic is going to have 20 rebounds or 5. Jokic is going to have 45 points or 7. You know, it's like, fuck, dude, I can't. There's no consistent prop in this so one. So my two strategies that I'm going to use for the Nuggets game 
with props that I was already thinking about this morning a little bit is one, I'm never going to bet LeBron points. There's just no point yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because there's no reason putting a slip at risk when they don't need him to score to win. No. He can get 20 points and they can win. If it was LeBron of you know the bubble or three years ago or even when he was on the heat where they needed him to have 25-30 to win and his line is at 25-28, then I'd feel comfortable putting LeBron in most slips. But his line being at 26.5, 25.5, there's no point you'll never see it in my slip. Yeah. There's no point. I'm not betting on him to score because they don't need him to score to win. No. I'm going to be taking Michael Porter Jr. points a lot. Yeah, that's Just a good because one. Volume. volume. I just want guys that are going to shoot. And I watched this video on Twitter yesterday, and it was actually kind of comical. It was like, Michael, in quotes, no swing Porter Jr., and he never swings the ball, dude. Ever. Yeah, he just, He gets it and just, like, chucks. Or he gets yeah. it, pump fake, dribble, chucks. Like, he never swings the ball. So I'm going to be putting Michael Porter, Porter Jr. in a lot of slips just because I know... Everyone else is pretty inconsistent, but he's going to get his volume of yeah, shots up. That's a good point. So you're going to lose maybe 30% of them, but you know he's at least going to get the shots up, so you're not going to be sitting there with like a Jordan Poole yeah. ticket being like he took two shots. I, I can go to bed at night knowing that the guy that sold my slip at least had the volume. Yeah, he took the shots. That's yeah. all I'm looking for in the playoffs now. Like Marcus Smart, PRA, I know he's going to be playing 35 minutes. He's got enough time in the game to get rebounds and assists and a couple points that's why i trust that one like michael porter jr i'm gonna trust most games because i know he's gonna get his shots yeah, and i hate guys who miss their first two shots and then just like disappear yeah do you, you know dandrell russell like like porter jr he misses his first two he's gonna fire eight more yeah, i was literally about to say eight more yeah you got out of them so tonight we're gonna obviously watch watch you know what what things are gonna look like because it's gonna be a long series i think it goes six or seven to be honest um, I like Lakers spread game one. I know this game is going to be played before this drops, but I'm going to be on Lakers plus six, um, rooting for them as a fan of L.A. sports. Uh, but my gut tells me Nuggets are going to win in six or seven, but I like game one, keeping it close. I'm going to be honest. I'm actually loving the Nuggets minus six. Really? Only because of the same narrative as the last series. Game one in Denver so tough, dude. You're only up there. You've only been there for three or four days, maybe two or three days. I don't know how the Lakers are traveling. We saw with the Suns, they came out and got their fucking shit clapped. It's just hard to adjust game one. It is. It's impossible, dude. Like, the Nuggets are always ready for it. It's going to be hard, especially when you think about, you know, I mean, it's a dumb narrative, but at LeBron's age, you're going up to Denver now. The The Lakers don't have a lot of guys who, I mean, it. Anthony Davis plays 30 minutes and he like almost hurts himself every time. But um, I think game one, I actually would feel most comfortable. That This would be the most comfortable spread I think the Nuggets win by. And I, I'm actually probably going to take minus six just because I think game one is the adjustment game. Game one is Austin Reeves about to play his first playoff game in Denver. D'Angelo Russell, I mean, I don't trust him in game ones. I, mean, I don't remember the last game one where he came out and was like, I had 25 points and like 10 assists. He normally is like one for 12 in yeah. like game ones. I don't know what it is. Um, but I think that's why I'll take the Nuggets minus six just because what happened to the Suns too. And then game two is when, you know, you probably adjust and you go, okay, maybe I'll take the Lakers now because now we're adjusted. Now we're used to it, um, whatever it may be. But we'll see what happens. I'll be on the Nuggets minus six for sure. We'll see. We'll see. Um, if there's a fucking blowout, man, I'm tired of these blowouts. No, there's going to be a blowout. 
There's gonna be, there's better gonna be multiple blowouts, just so you know. <laughs> this like in this in these two series, there's gonna be multiple blowouts. Yeah. If the Celtics lose, it's gonna be by a blowout. If the Heat lose, it's gonna be by a blowout. Um, and I think if the Lakers lose, it's gonna be by a blowout. Dude, this guy sent me this parlay. My DMs, insane. He predicted all four NHL series, like the ex- like Panthers in five, Stars in seven, Canes in five, and VGK in six. Predicted all of that exactly, but I thought that was the lay. There's more. So four exact series bets. No, dude. The second overall pick in the NHL draft to be Leo. Some, I forget his name. It's not Bedard. Yeah. Uh, and then the Heat to win the finals. Don't know, dude. What? Yeah. And the 49ers to win the NFC. Ten to win half a million dollars. And he got the four exact NHL fucking finals. Like that probably would have paid an absurd, absurd amount. amount. But no, he had to add some bullshit to it. What is the botted shit after that? Because I was like sweating it for him at the game. I'm like, holy shit, did you just win half a mil? He's like, I didn't show you the rest of the lay. I'm like, dog, what's the rest of the lay? Maybe sending half tickets. Bro. Yeah. Heat to win the final. I'm like, no wonder it's to win a half a million. Yeah, the Heat to win the finals are probably plus a million itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but absurd parlay. Tend to pay half a mil. I mean, sure, I, I, the Heat to win the finals is going to chalk that slip. I told him the cash out. The cash out was like 400 bucks. But also, still. you never know with the Niners, too. Their quarterback situation is still yeah, fucked. Yeah, so. and you want to sweat that out for a fucking till February. Like why not just place the four exactly yeah. and then just make a second parlay of on. botted shit with like the Heat, the fucking Niners, and a draft pick? Yeah. Like, why did we throw it all in there? And that dude is not going to get drafted over second overall, apparently, according to Fruity. But no way. Yeah. No, he's probably going to go third. Donation. Yeah. Um, but Heat, Heat Celtics, right? Heat Celtics. The Heat are plus eight and a half going into Boston. Um, I just don't know what to do with this Heat team anymore, dude. I know. I don't know what to do. I feel like I want to take the Celtics minus eight and a half, but like Jimmy Butler could win this game by five. Like I just don't know what's going to happen. I also don't know when Tyler Hero is going to be available. I was hearing when he heard it in the first round that he could possibly be available by the conference finals or the NBA finals. Um, but dude, I don't know what I want to do in this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm. These eight and a half, seven and a half point spreads. I'm very cautious with them. Dumb. And, they're yeah, dumb. They're they're really hard. They're dumb. It's the fucking you know, Eastern Conference finals. It's more than likely gonna be a close game. The only time I'm gonna lay the Celtics spread this large is probably gonna be this game. Really? You yeah. think game one? I think the Celtics are just in a different mode right now. Uh Tatum is fucking dialed in, he's grown up. He grew up. A little bit of a hangover, though, coming into this game, you no, think? No, he's on a fucking mission. He's so locked in, dude. And I don't see them dropping game one, coming off this high, beating the Sixers. And they did it in a great fashion. I mean, they, they really put the foot down in that game seven, stopped fucking around, got better shots, better looks, but played better team ball. And I, I like them having the momentum going into this game one, and I don't see them fumbling the bag at home in game one to set the tone for the series. I also think this game one is going to be very telling in terms of we're either going to see, one, how good the Heat are, or two, how mid the Knicks were. Because the Heat could come out and get 4-0 swept, and we go, wow, the Knicks really weren't the team that the we Knicks thought are, they were. They just happened to run into a Heat team that was just a little bit better than mid. Yeah. The Knicks are mid, dude. They're mid. So that's what I'm saying. This game one, I think, is going to be the telltale sign of 
oh, now the Heat are playing a real playoff team. Yeah. Um, and probably the best team in the East versus, oh, shit, the Heat are kind of for real now. Like, you know what I mean? Because it yeah. doesn't, I still, the reason why I can't get a read on this because I still don't know if the Heat are good. I still don't know. I still don't know, dude. I still have no idea, dude. I don't know. I It's so frustrating. They're just one of those teams I can never get a good read on. But if Jimmy Butler does it, we're going to have to have a conversation about Jimmy Butler being like one of the most. If he beats the Celtics? Yeah, like we're going to have to have a conversation about Jimmy Butler. For like sure. Where he goes down in the history of the NBA. Absolutely. But that's not going to happen, dude. The Celtics are literally plus 100 to win the fucking NBA finals right now. That is absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. It's that's absurd. absurd. I know. I, can we, I want to go back previous episodes because I'm almost certain I called Celtics Nuggets, but I'm not positive. It was either Bucks or Celtics, but I know Nuggets were in the finals. No, I think you might have said Lakers in the finals. You said the Lakers were your team. Yeah, I said Lakers were the team I'm going to be riding, and I could see them getting to the finals, mm. but I think I said Nuggets Celtics. I don't know. We're going to have to go back. Yeah, and somebody check. go back and find that. If that's true, I mean, that would be an incredible yeah. call from you. Yeah. I'm I mean, not... what if they are they both the one seed? Yeah, they were. They were the favorites. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't, okay. wasn't that. We got a little bit of square. Up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think when I look at this game for prop betting, I think my two keys for this series is, one, riding the hot hand. We see it with the Celtics a lot. And when I say ride the hot hand, I mean strictly for the Celtics. Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. If Jason Tatum scores 30 this game, he's going to score 40 next game or 35 next game. If Jalen Brown comes out and scores 29 this game, he'll score 29 the next game. I think that's just kind of the DNA of this team, and you saw it in every series. Um, Maybe going into game one, riding the hot hand of Jason Tatum and him with the narrative of growing up, but whoever it is on the Celtics that comes out with the hot hand, their props are going to be pretty much free for the almost the entire series. Yeah, game ones are just... It's an opportunity to kind of not nuke, but just kind of get a read because, you know, deep into the series is when I like to really start nuking shit because you just have a better read on what the series has been mm-hmm. like, the ebbs and the flows. And, you know, I put a rack on Tatum over points in game six of that uh, Sixer series, and he looked fucking atrocious. And,. You would have thought I'd be crazy to go back to him, but I knew he was going to be in demon mode after that abysmal performance, Mm. you know? So having that read, being able to watch that entire game six and know that Tatum looked absolutely fucking dog shit, I just knew game seven was going to be a Tatum legacy game, and that's why I ran it back with him, you know? So game ones, I'm a lot more cautious of, you know, I just don't know what this matchup looks like. We haven't seen it yet, so... I don't know, man. It's going to be tough, but uh, i got to have some super guts. So. And then Marcus Smart PRA. Yeah, Marcus Smart my PRA. Bra- it's my Drew Holiday PRA of last year. Yeah. No, it's actually, I thought I thought Marcus Smart props, I just never really was a fan of him, you know, but he's a guy like Porter Jr. that's going to get the volume. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid to shoot. No. He's not a guy who misses his first two shots and then fucking isn't anywhere on the floor for three quarters. No, I love Marcus. Yeah. I love the way he plays. Also, his green hair and prize picks. Yeah, and he's always good. crashing boards. He's always making plays, yeah. dishing the rock, and he's getting to the rack. He gets horny. Yeah. He does. He's literally like the epitome of a horny basketball player. I like <laughs> yeah. When you watch him play, he's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Celtics in five. Yeah, that's exactly what I said, too. I think he... We get two here. We lose game three, because for whatever reason, the Heat in game threes have been fucking automatic. I think they steal game four, come back to Boston, win game five. I agree. I think that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. Dude, I think I got to stand behind the Lakers, man, because... If you don't, you're a coward. Because 
it's been every single series. Oh, LeBron and AD are fucking, they're too old. They're not making it past the Kings. Oh, I bet. You know, oh, they're not making it past the Warriors. Curry's the GOAT. I bet. You know, it's just been constant doubt of the Lake Show, and they continue to, you know, prove the doubt is wrong. I mean, they had a 0.2% chance to make it to the fucking playoffs at one point in the season, and here they are in the Western Conference Finals. If you don't, you're a coward because I didn't even think they would get this far, and you said the Lakers would make the finals. So yeah. you, I feel like you have to. No, I'm but I'll tell you what, though, this series is going seven, whether you like it or not, because Adam Silver is not going to waste a LeBron finals run by letting it go five or six games. This is going seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what's gonna happen. I'm looking forward to that game five under. I got <laughs> it marked disgusting. marked on the calendar. You are literally disgusting. <laughs> um all right, well, speaking of marking on the calendar, other than John Morant marking his court date on the calendar with the NBA. Yeah, I bet. Um top five young players in the NBA. I saw someone make a TikTok about this and I was it was J.R. Smith giving his top five, and I kind of want to hear your top five because I feel like our top fives are going to differ. I think I'll set the age limit at maybe 25. I feel like because of how young the NBA is, you could go lower than that, but I feel like 25 is kind of a good medium range of like ages that I would say okay. are well, good. Well, then that, that means I'm going to have to put in some goats like Luca, you know? So what do you want to do? I was doing more so... 23. I was. I had a list of five guys that are kind of rising stars, definitely under twenty three. Okay. And All also, right. I also want to hear J.R. Smith's top five. But after the fact. it was Jordan Poole, John Morant. So out on both um, those. Shit. So out on I both those. No, Jordan Poole's a top five young player. He just had a dude. He got fucking his shit rocked in the beginning of the year by the veteran on his team. And then the whole narrative the rest of the season is that he's like a piece of shit. Like, what? He needs the. They didn't help him out at all. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm not a Jordan Poole guy. Like, if I had a list of. He said Anthony Simons. I agree with that. No, Simons is wet. I can agree with that. Um, Sorry. Something about Jordan Poole, man. You'll never see me betting on him. I love him, dude. He's one of my favorite players. I don't. Jordan, I'll stand you until I die. I don't like him. Um, All right, let's do our top five. You want to go first? Because I want to hear your rising stars. Yeah. I mean, kind of a bias. Well, I guess we'll go rising stars because, like, rising is different than top five young. Because if I was going young, like, you'd have to put Yeah, mine's kind of a mix of both. But All right, we'll do the top five, rising, young, whatever it is. Um, Anthony Edwards, definitely on my list. Okay. Uh, he is a fucking dog. Love that. I love Anthony Edwards. Just love his attitude, the way he plays. He's a, he's a gremlin, mm. is how I would describe him. Jalen Williams on the Thunder is fucking electric. Top five? I mean, I said bias. Okay. I mean, he was second rookie of rookie of the year and the rookie of the year voting behind Paulo. And if he would have had you know more minutes as Paulo did to start the season in the first half, he probably would have won rookie of the year. But uh, and then also Josh Giddy, got to put him in there. Mm. He's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Love Giddy. Uh, triple double lord. He's fucking wet. Yep. He can shoot. He can pass rebound <clears throat> he's just so fun to watch because he's so like he has no bag but he does such he's a, got a deep bag. he's got a deep bag with no bag though <laughs> like he runs around and gets to the rack you know he's yeah. not he's not crossing you up mm-hmm. but he's di- throwing behind the back passes you know he's he's scoring he's goaded um so i said williams giddy edwards I was kind of running out of names at this point. I said Reeves. 
more of an impact player okay in my top five. i mean you have you can put sga in there he's yeah. like 23 yeah sga is fucking goaded i thought that was off the table but yeah sga is goaded but austin reeves in terms of terms of a young guy making a crucial impact on a playoff team that's huge i mean there's so many teams out there that would mm. want a reeves on their team um i forget the fucking fifth one what did i say I said, random ass name, uh, Walker Kessler. That's gross. It's gross. That's fucking But he's, he had a great year, dude. He's averaging uh, how many blocks? Like, that is literally disgusting. He was averaging an absurd amount of blocks. I saw he had more blocks this year than Rudy Gobert did by a fucking mile. Rudy Gobert is a cardboard cutout. I know, uh, but he's the <laughs> former defensive player of the year. Like, how many times? I don't know. But Walker Kessler is... is Going to be a star in this league for sure. Bottomus Prime. Yeah, no, kind of a botted top five, Bottomus but Prime. I told you it was bias. Anthony Edwards, though, definitely my number one of that five. But Jalen Williams is going to be a name, a household name, if you, if you don't know him already. Giddy, goaded. Reeves, you already know him, you know. My, my top five young players were, I didn't really do rising stars. I kind of went for... The guys that, you know, I mean, my number one, without a doubt, I think if you argue it, you're just dumb as Shea. Yeah. Gilgis, I think he's number one. I think number two, I also had Anthony Edwards. But I'm going to need to see a large jump from him into next year. From Edwards? Yeah, because he went from averaging 30 when D'Lo was there to his his prop line dropped to like 20. And he wasn't hitting it Yeah, frequently. I mean, that team, dude, it's, it's just a weird, discombobulated team. My third was Anthony Simons. Yeah, he's bad. I think watching the Trailblazers a lot this year, he's literally unconscious. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. You can get red hot. Um, my fourth, I feel it's someone that not a lot of people are giving the credit to the progression he's making year after year is R.J. Barrett. Like, dude, he came in the league unable to shoot the ball. Yeah. And he just averaged like 24 points in a playoff series. That was crucial. Um, obviously, if Jalen Brunson was a little bit younger, I'd go Jalen Brunson, Mikhail Bridges, same thing. Add R.J. Um, Barrett to that Jordan Poole list of players you'll never see me bet on. Number five is Jordan Poole. Um, I think he was the third reason as to why the Warriors won the championship last year. It was Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, and Jordan Poole. Um, I think this year... After being on a championship team, the spotlight and the magnifying glass gets bigger on you. Um, and we've known he's had an attitude since he was at Michigan. He's been an attitude guy. Uh, even the way he got his start on the Warriors, he's been an attitude guy. Grinding in the G League, getting like a couple shots a game, whatever it was. Um, it's hard to be an up-and-coming star on a team that has a guy that's in the conversation for a GOAT. On a team that has a guy who is probably one of the worst teammates, I would say, but one of the best at the same time in Draymond Green in terms of he thinks he's better than he is, but he's a great hustle teammate guy that just plays his role so well in that yeah, team. Yeah, he's a great leader. Anywhere else, he doesn't have a job in the NBA. <laughs> um, it's got to be hard to be the second best shooter on a team that has a degrading Clay Thompson that they want to keep as the number two shooter. So his role this year had to be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and very. I think that affected his output this year, especially getting punched by your captain of the team. Uh, and then having the spotlight on you the way it was because of the performances you had last year. 
and being a centerpiece in the media is never easy. I mean, you're seeing John Morant literally fall apart in front of our eyes with it happening to him. Um, but Jordan Poole's, I think, a top five young player in the NBA, and he's probably going to will get close to reaching. You know, I think he'll have multiple All Stars. I think he'll have multiple rings, and I think he'll go down as probably like a top fifteen, twenty shooter in all time in the NBA. Dude, he's agree- got unlimited range. I was agreeing with you until that statement. Okay. <laughs> I lost you there. Uh, but no, you're right. His situation was definitely uncomfortable, and that's why I hate betting on him is because, like, why even put money on a guy in that situation, mm. you know? And I think if he leaves, right, if the Warriors let him leave or they trade him away because of the year he had and the playoff series he had, and he goes to a team like you saw Mikael Bridges go to Brooklyn and become the centerpiece, if he goes to a team and becomes the centerpiece, he's going to be averaging 30-35 a game. Yeah, it's not would, even a question. I would prefer that for him, honestly. Me too. Me too. But I would like him to stay with Curry as well because I think, you know, he is kind of learning from Curry. The only guy he listens to is Curry, which yeah. I think is Draymond's problem, really. When you watch him walk to the huddle, it's really only Curry he yeah. listens to. Um, but, yeah, I think that would be my top five. I like your top five. Those are guys that, like, could pan out and be sick. I think Josh Giddy is a top five young player or mm, top ten. He's probably six for me. Yeah. Because he is fucking electric. He's good. But it's crazy that the Thunder, if you wanted to make a top five young players, you could probably put four of them. Yeah, I know. It's like nuts. if Chet comes out and is good, fucking whatever. Um, all right. Before we wrap the show, I did want to do um, a fun little segment called Prop Culture, where we are going to guess the top five players in the NHL that had the most points this year. Because I didn't, I don't know it. You don't know it off the top of your head? No. Do you okay. know it off the top of your head? No. So I think this will be fun. A little prop culture. Um, top five players with the most points in I the might, NHL this year. Nick, do we have the list? I might be able to name them all. Yes, I do. All right. Do you want to go guess by guess? Yeah. I'll start it off. Connor McDavid. Um, all right. Number two, Leon Dreisaitl. Can we get confirmation on these? Um, you're not going to get the next three. I think I might. No. The only reason why I wanted to do this is because one guy I saw had an absurd amount of points. Those are correct. Those are, those are correct? Are those one and two? Those are one and two. Okay. Robertson from the Stars. Mm-mm. No. No shot. No. All right. Can I get a number on what McDavid and Drysdale had? Because McDavid was 153 yeah. at number one, and Drysdale was 128 at number two. How's Robert not top five? He had 124. I'm going to guess these next three, and I know they're right. Well, don't guess the next three. <laughs> Go one at a time. This is points. One at a time. Kucherov. Ding, ding, ding. Is that three? That is three. <gasps> I want to feel like an idiot if I don't get another one. Austin Matthews? No. Jason Zucker. No. What? <laughs> what was that guess? Where is he on? Where is he at? He's got to be top 10. Uh, let's see. Let's 100% top 10. I guess. That right, well, guess was fucking dumb. Dude, he was at, at the <laughs> All-Star break. He had the most points, even more than McDavid. <laughs> um, But I know the next one. It's Poster. What the fuck, man? Sorry, it's my sorry, guess, sorry. dude. That is correct. Sorry. Pasta is number four. Sorry. Right. Robo is number six. I knew it. Wow. At 109. All right, hold on. I got to guess who's, five. Who's the other one? I said Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker. I mean, the pens kind of fell off towards the tail end of the year, so. He's not top ten. What? He really fell off. Damn. I want to say Jack Hughes, but I know it's not. So we said McDavid, Drysdale, Kucherov. <laughs> Posternock. There's one more. 
Do you know it? Nah, it's going to come to me. Number five is... Jason Zucker is 146. You're a fucking bot. In points? Yeah. Wow, he fell off. You're a bot. 48, that was a, 48 total points. That was a You said that guess. with confidence, <laughs> too, dude. Botted guess. Jesus, man. Yeah, he, uh, he was cracked out. Panarin? Like, you guys are missing a huge one. I'm trying to think top guys. Conor McDavid. Kachuk. Seven. Oh. We should just You're do. missing a very key team. The Avs, McKinnon. Jeebus. Bang. Bang. I'm a Bang. fucking buzz out here. Randon is five, Randon is eight. I'm a buzz out here. Where's Jack Hughes? Jack Hughes is 12. Ah. I want him to be top 10. That would have been sick. So it's McDavid at one. McDavid, Drysaddle, Kucherov, Pasternak, McKinnon, Robo, Kachuk, Rantanen. What's nine and ten? Try to guess. Uh, Crosby? No. No. He's 16. Who would be nice? Is it on VGK? Uh, No. Oh, I would have said. Um... One, one again, one you should get. It's a big team. Is it Benajad? No. Nah. No. Fuck, man, I don't know. What are the teams? Give me team for nine. Uh, I mean, team for nine is a dead giveaway. Edmonton. Kane? No. Nugent? Nugent Hopkins is top ten in yeah. points? Yeah. And they just I lost mean, to VGK? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they score so many goals. Team so. for ten? Uh, team for 10 is Vancouver. Who the fuck? Elias? Yep. Really? Wow. Elias Pedersen. <laughs> wow. Nugent Hopkins being top 10 in points is fucking absurd. I fucking hate Nugent Hopkins. Hate How do they have three guys in the top 10 of points and get their dicks punched off by VGK? Point wow. That's nuts. Holy shit. All right. Well, after that, let's move to a would you rather. Um... I have one. It's not necessarily a would you rather, but I think it's an interesting question. Who comes first? Your mom, your girlfriend, or your sister? My mom. You think? That's the only right answer, I think, in this question. Enjoy sleeping on the couch. (laughs) Since I'm single, I'm going to say my mom. But let's say I had a wife. So let's go wife, mom, sister. That's the order. Yeah. Yeah. That's the order. Nah, mom, wife, sister. No. No. You think wife is going to come first? Wife comes first. Over your mother. You're taking your mother over your wife in a a marriage. That's not. I'm not taking my mother over. I think think my girlfriend would understand and respect that. Two people are dying in a burning house fire. Who are you saving first? Your mom or your wife? (laughs) That's. Shit. Shit, man. Are they both? Are they both? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. You are. You are. The the house is gonna burn down, and there are two rooms. Your wife's in one room trapped. Your mom is in another room trapped. You're saving one of them, and by the time you pull that, you you take them out of the house. The house collapses, and the other one dies. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is so <laughs> fucked up. It dude. depends. I mean, I, I'd go wife. I'd go wife. I think that's the right answer, dude. But that's my mom. I know. Yeah. I feel like I go wife because we've got a little bit more to do. Yeah. In life. You're bringing children, uh, you know, 
But then you think about it, your family fucking hates you, dude. No. Like you saved you saved that bitch. I think like what if they hate my wife? You, think, you saved that bitch over mom. I think your your family would respect and understand that decision. To let mom die? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they would respect it. Dude. In this situation it's a healthy uh marriage. Family family likes her. Yeah. So they like her. And you got yeah, kids they, and okay. shit, they bro. Like her. It's good, it's healthy, things are things are solid. Yeah. How take- did grandma die? <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going wife. Okay. Wow, that was fucked. I didn't really want to deal with the death yeah. of my mom right Jeez, there. Jeez, bro. But I can move on from a more lighthearted one. Yeah, do we have another one? Yeah. Uh, when you're having sex with your girlfriend, okay. uh, are you saying, what's worse, saying your, would you rather say your ex's name or her best friend's name? Either way. Oh, man. Either way, you're in the fucking dog. But hold on. Let's break it down. Let's break it down, though. The best friend's name, I feel like, is almost worse. Worse, because you definitely had piped her at some point. Not, but not even if you hadn't piped her, but the best friend is the one that you're, you have to be best friends with for your girlfriend's sake. Yeah. The best friend is the one that you spend the most time with outside of your girlfriend that's a girl in that relationship. If you say that name, you are ass out. Yeah. The questions are never ending. I don't know if you could come back from that. Cause like, why are you thinking about her? Yeah. Like, cause then she doesn't want to be her friend anymore. Like you're, you could ruin a bedrock of a friendship. I think so. That's happened before. But if you say your ex, you could be like, I just, it slipped. Yeah. This is, this is going to somehow find a way to fuck me over, man. Cause <laughs> when you post your little story about these podcasts and it's got little topics on it. <laughs> Katie sees that shit, and if there's a little sus thing in there, I've we're never had about, a topic that's sus for you. It's always for oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah. Last night she goes, "Oh, uh, what happened with Book It with Trent in Toronto? What happened, huh?" Well, no, is that the guy in front of you? <laughs> yeah, left? that's what I did. That I know, for. but she goes and listens to see what the fuck happened. Yeah, and then she found out nothing happened. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're gonna put you're gonna put oh would book it with Trent rather fuck his girl's daughter or daughter? if you think that's gonna be the top now oh. I'm just now I'm just gonna make now I'm gonna make that the topic bar <laughs> that's just gonna be the topic bar now it's, is Trent gonna fuck his girlfriend's best friend or his ex that's <laughs> that's just gonna be the topic bar now no I would go ex I'd go ex the best friend you're fucked you're fucked I'm fuck. not answering. I'm not answering. That's this. soft, dude. <laughs> That's soft. I plead the fifth, dude. dude. Nick, either, what would you do then if he's not going to answer? Either way, I'm in the uh, fucking doghouse. I think X's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can kind of get out of that one. You could be like, ah, you know, it's it's, it's, it's just... Uh, the X is just more reasonable because it's yeah. someone you've been intimate with. If it's the best yeah, friend, it's like you're just thinking about best it. Best friend, there's something going on there. There's got to be something going on there. You yeah. think she's hotter than your girlfriend? I don't know. My family is called my girlfriend my ex's name a couple of times and it is not they're similar they are similar names unfortunately they both start with k yeah my mom did that to my last summer and they had completely different names so that was really uncomfortable again you know just from past experiences like frick i mean my mom calls me my brother's name and dog's name you know it's mom's right yeah that is mom mom. especially my mom She'd be calling me my brother's name literally seven days out of the week. Same. I do have one more. Um, yeah. This is more for Trent, but would you rather hit all your straight bets for a week or finally hit a super goat? I, would, I just want to hit a fucking super goat. I would do just about anything. I'd rather hit my straight bets because then you get hot and you'd be like fucking bang. Fuck a straight bet, bro. No one gives a shit about that. They definitely do. <laughs> if 
you get six gobs, man, you're getting slurped on Twitter. <laughs> you go like 50 for 50. You're getting slurped on Twitter. That's why I'm 0 for 165 trying to get slurped on Twitter, dude. If you go look at the dude on TikTok who takes an ice bath every single day, that's the last time I hit a super goat when he first started doing it. We're on the exact same. No way. He started making those videos December 15th. That's the last time the super goat. Dude, that is insane. So every time he comes to my feed, what's up, guys? Day 155, you taking just a nice start bath. stitching it. I'm just like, God damn You just it, stitch every video with the super goat and <laughs> yeah, be like, we are on this. Yeah, you start doing an ice bath with him until you hit a super goat. So that's I a should. great content idea. Wow. That is a great idea. Um, we should make that. We should get a, a tub outside. Yeah, a little ice tub. I would love to do that because I heard it's great. Well, I mean, yeah, but he lives in fucking like Alaska or some shit where he's just naturally getting frozen, you know, whereas we're going to have to go fucking buy ice. That is yeah. true. Yeah. You know, he just fills up a tub, and then by the time he's ready to do it, it's frozen. Mm. We'll the, the guy on TikTok has, like, a, a special hose that just pumps exclusively, like, crazy cold water. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why he doesn't have to put ice in it, but during the winter months, it would freeze over. So that's why he's like, it's all balmy, two degrees Celsius, because he has, like, a special, like, pipe that goes yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but now we should, we should look into getting a tub. That'd be funny as fuck. Yeah, would. Because he always says some motivational shit in the yeah, tub. Yeah, he should be like... No way we're putting Jalen Green on <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Joe <A> strike up. <laughs> Kachuk, right, guys? Kachuk unders, right? <laughs> That's so fucking good. We have to do that. Um, all right, well, I mean, this has been another episode from the dojo. We've got... We're in close to the end of playoffs, man. I'm kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm ready for the dog days of summer. Everyone fucking hates it. Yeah, I feel it's like you I, love it. It's where I thrive, man. <laughs> it's where different animals. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, Trent, tell them where they can find you. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Book It With Trent. Tune into the Twitch channel every weekday. Book It Sports, 1 p.m. Central on the Surgical Stream. Um, you can find me, Mikey, over on everywhere other than Instagram, where it's michael.j.overs. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening. Remember, you get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That's YouTube, Out Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, and shout out the guys on Surgical Stream that listen to the pod. We really appreciate you. You can watch that on the Book of Sports Twitch channel. Um, we will, in fact. We'll be seeing. Thanks, guys.